a spectacular play turned in by Bellinger. A remarkable catch by Ball Mookie Betts. for Taylor who makes a diving catch. You got this right here. Put the work in. Put the work in. Five all the left and deep. And the This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Your pregame look at the L.A. Dodgers as we take you to first pitch. Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck is presented by Chevrolet. By New Roads. UCLA Health. Keeping you on top of your game. Children's Hospital L.A. From colds to cancer. We got this. The second eye-popping play. Wow. WSS. For all your footwear needs. Proud partner of the Dodgers. Shakey's Pizza. Get more meal for your deal at Shakey's today. And by your SoCal Toyota dealers. We make it easy. Now your host for Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. How do you not love him? Tim Cates. Hi, everybody, and welcome in to Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Hope you are enjoying this Sunday afternoon. Your Los Angeles Dodgers, 100 wins on this season. Your 2022 NL West Divisional Champions after wins on Friday and Saturday in San Francisco. The Giants now are going to be up against the wall as the Dodgers go for the sweep on Sunday night baseball. Andrew Heaney will get the ball for the blue. First pitch from Oracle Park is coming up at 4.08. Coming up over the next hour here on Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. we got a lot to get to. We're going to hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. We'll preview this pitching matchup in 30 minutes. Your chance to play the Six Flags Wicked Good Play of the Game Contest where you can win season passes to Six Flags Magic Mountain. David Vasse goes one one-on-one with Buster only MLB insider, and shortly we'll hear from Justin Turner, who had a big night last night. In a couple minutes, we'll send it out to the booth, hear from Rick Monday and Tim Neverett. All right, well, last night in San Francisco, Urias with another win as the Dodgers are the first team to 100. Julio Urias, one of the best pitchers this season, winners of 11 of his previous 12 starts. The Dodgers left-hander was dealing again last night in San Francisco. Six innings, two runs. He scattered just five hits while striking out eight along the way. Urias got in a hole early. Bottom of the first, J.D. Davis grounded into a fielder's choice. That gave the Giants a one nothing lead. However, in the top of the second, the Dodgers got on the board. Justin Turner, a one-out single. Next batter, Trace Thompson. Thompson waits, here's the payoff pitch, and he drives it to left center field. That's hit well. That's hit very well, and Thompson has left the building. Trace Thompson on a full count, three balls and two strikes, trying to turn his month of September around. He'd hit 156. Not anymore. Thompson gives the Dodgers the lead. And for Trace Thompson, his 11th home run of the campaign. Oh, did he send that one out in fine style. Two-run home run for Trey. Something about the Thompsons in the Bay Area. Can't put my finger on it. But the Dodgers with a 2-1 to lead in the third. The Dodgers busted it open. Trey Turner, a leadoff single. He advanced to third, then scored on a Freddie Freeman RBI single. Dodgers went up 3-1. to Will Smith with an infield single. So runners on first and second. One out with Max Muncy. Single to right. Dodgers a 4-1 to lead. That brought up red turn two. First and third. Nobody out. Line drive. Base hit up the middle by Justin Turner. Another run across. Five consecutive hits in the inning. And it is now 5-1 to one Dodgers. And Justin Turner just continues to hit. He's two for two tonight. 
RBI single for Justin Turner. Dodgers up 5-1. to one. Next batter, Trace Thompson, walked to load the bases. Six straight Dodgers reaching base. That brought up Joey Gallo, who grounded into a fielder's choice. That scored a run. Dodgers with four runs in the third go up 6-1 to one on the Giants. Julio Urias would give up another run in the bottom of the third on a Flores solo home run, but that was it. Dodgers with a 6-2 to two lead, and they get that run back in the top of the fourth. Justin Turner, an RBI single. Dodgers up 7-2. to two. Urias would go the six innings and head it over to the bullpen. Tommy Canley, two-thirds of an inning. Chris Martin would finish out the seventh, then pitch a scoreless eighth. Justin Brule got the ball in the ninth and put up a zero. Dodgers beat the Giants last night 7-2. Julio Urias, his 17th win of the season. Justin Turner had a pair of RBI singles among his three hits. Dodgers, the first team in baseball to 100 wins this season. The 10th 100-win season in franchise history. The fourth in the last six years. And tonight, they look to add on that as they go for the sweep in San Francisco. Andrew Heaney on the mound. First pitch from Oracle Park at 408. And with more, we head up to San Francisco as we say hello to Rick Monday and Tim Neverett. Guys. Thank you very much, Tim. The skies over Oracle Park looking like they're going to clear up. We should have a weather window to get this game started on time. At least that's what we've been told uh, up until a few minutes ago. But the sun is starting to peek through some of the clouds. You can actually see some blue skies. It had been raining most of the morning. The tarp is on here at Oracle Park still, so we expect it to stay on close to game time. But it does look like these two teams are really intent on getting this game in here tonight. They both do not want to lose the common off day on the 26th that they would have to use to make it up. So it looks like the Dodgers and the Giants are going to wrap up this series here in San Francisco. Rick, the Dodgers getting to 100 wins, the fastest they've ever done it before in just 144 games. They've been absolutely spectacular. And even though they've clinched the division, and even though they don't have a lot more to play for other than home field throughout, it seems like these players are not taking their foot off the gas pedal. No, and I think one of the big deals is, uh, Dave Roberts has said uh, before, this is a ball club that just hates to lose to begin with. They have proven that day in and day out. And the fact that they want to make sure that now they secure the next uh, really rung of the ladder, and that is to guarantee home field advantage all throughout uh, the playoffs. And uh, that's next on the agenda. They uh, they come in at a nine-and-a-half game lead over the New York Mets in that criteria with just uh, 18 games left on the schedule. That's pretty well uh, desired and uh, pretty well wrapped up. But that being said, there's a couple of guys in this ball club. We talked about it the last couple of days. A couple of guys in this ball club, you know, time is running out in order to turn their season around or to get back on track. We've got some guys that are not hitting in the month of September. A couple of guys in the lineup also have not really been hitting consistently during the entire season. So there's still some time to do that. And so far, Dave Roberts trying to find that combination of who's going to comprise not only the postseason lineup as far as the overall roster, but who's going to be starting ball games? It's just down in uh, the manager's office, and he was talking about the fact that a, a lot of guys don't want days off between now and the end of the season. They don't want the rest days. Freddie Freeman, he said it's likely he'll play in 161 games this year, and he's had the discussion, hey, do you want to get a day here or a day there? And the answer that he keeps getting back from the players, no. No, and, and remember also the Dodgers will have five off days before they have to enter the postseason in the first round. So, uh, you know, the Dodgers management and the coaches, along with uh, Dave Roberts, the manager, uh, trying to figure out, A, how they keep guys really at the peak of their performance, 
And I think also if you're looking at the pitching, how do you make sure that the pitcher's arms are in the proper rotation and have worked out the best also when you start to consider those five days? Will Smith does indeed get the day off today, though, but he won't have too many for the rest of the season. Austin Barnes catching, and Gavin Lux was in there yesterday. He's not in there today. No, not in there today. Interesting also that uh, Austin Barnes, you start to talk about a, uh, a hot hitter. Maybe it gets overlooked, but for Barnes, limited action, yes, in the month of September. But he's made the most of it in those five games. He's hitting at 412, and since the All-Star break, Austin Barnes is hitting 321, so he's been really a house of fire. He'll be behind the plate doing the catching and batting the nine spot today. Left-hander Andrew Heaney faces right-hander Alex Cobb. Dodgers-Giants game three. Dodgers looking for a three-game sweep here in San Francisco right now expecting an on-time start. Tim? All right, we're off and running here on Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck. Coming up, we'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. David Vazde goes one-on-one with Buster Olney. Baseball insider will break down this pitching matchup. Your chance to play the Six Flags. Wicked good play. The game still to come. But up next, we'll hear from Justin Turner. Who had a big night last night. She leads you up to first pitch from San Francisco Sunday Night Baseball. Thanks for being with us. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Dodgers on deck, y'all. On the official home of LA Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Giants Sunday night baseball from San Francisco. Andrew Heaney, Alex Cobb, the pitching matchup. First pitch coming up at 4.08. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Cars for Kids, your trusted charity for car donations. Also accepts donations of boats, RVs, motorcycles, and real estate. Call them today at 877-CARS-FOR-KIDS or online at carsforkids.org. That's cars with a K. The Dodgers get the win last night in Game 2 of this three-game series. Win number 100 on this season for the Dodgers. Justin Turner having a great second half of the season last night. A couple of RBI singles, and he caught up with Kirsten Watson. All right, JT, a couple of days you guys, a couple of days ago, you guys clinched the NL West, and today, 100 wins for this season. When you look at everything that you guys have done, what do you point to as what has allowed this team to be so successful this year? Yeah, just a lot of good baseball players uh, showing up every day and, and working hard. And, um, you know, obviously there's a lot of talent in our room, but a lot of guys with the right mindset that go about it the right way. And, um, you know, it's been a fun team to be a part of. What about for you personally? When you look at how you started this season, there are a couple struggles there. For you to have a three-hit game tonight, your numbers have been fantastic. What do you have to say about how your season has turned around? Yeah, it's just uh, nice to be a contributor. Obviously, uh, the first part of the season didn't go great, but uh, like I said, we have a lot of good guys on this team that picked me up, and uh, now in the second half to be a guy that's contributing and taking good at-bats uh, feels pretty good. We always tease that Max Muncy really loves to play baseball here against the Giants at Oracle Park, but you guys as a team have had so much success, especially this season. When you consider what last year looked like, how good does it feel to just have dominated the Giants this year? Uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, it doesn't matter who we're playing. We want to show up to the, to the field every day and prepare to win a ball game. And uh, we got a lot of guys that are, are really good at it and, and professionals. And, um, you know, to come up here and have success, it is it is a difficult place to play. And uh, we've done a pretty good job all year. What did you think of Julio out there today? <laughs> Julio is Julio. He just goes out there and pounds the zone using all three pitches. And uh, every time he takes them out, he gives us a chance to win. And, and uh, just another outstanding job by him tonight. Well, Justin, 100 wins this season for this team. Congratulations. Thank you. 
All right, there's Justin Turner last night. A couple of singles for the Dodgers to score some runs as they get the win over the Giants. Win number 100 on this season. Coming up here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup. We'll hear from Buster Olney, baseball insider, get a national perspective on this Dodgers team. We'll get you an injury report, and we'll check in with Dodgers manager Dave Roberts when we return. It's the Dodgers and Giants Sunday Night Baseball from San Francisco. I'm Tim Cates of Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on your home for L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Giants Sunday night baseball from San Francisco. Dodgers going for the sweep. Got win number 100 last night. Andrew Heaney and Alex Cobb, the pitching matchup. First pitch set for 408. The L.A. Dodgers injury report. Brought to you by UCLA Health. The official medical partner of the Los Angeles Dodgers, Blake Trinan on the I.L. with the right shoulder tightness, but he is hopefully soon returning. David Price on the I.L. with the left wrist inflammation. Tony Gonzalez or Tony Gonsolin on the IL with the right forearm tightness. He is throwing bullpen sessions and hopefully going to come back here and get some innings in before the start of the postseason. Bruce Dargratterall as well. Yancey Almonte on the IL with the sore elbow. Setbacks though for Victor Gonzalez and Danny Duffy who have paused their rehabs. Not looking good for their returns. Kevin Pillar is in AAA Oklahoma City as he works to come back from shoulder surgery. All right, let's get some pregame thoughts in San Francisco from the Dodger skipper. Anything else for Dave? Dave, do you think... Other questions for Dave? Dave, can you just describe... Dave, can you talk about the pressure? In the dugout with Dave Roberts. So as far as the weather goes, uh, do you have contingency plans uh, if for some reason this gets stopped? Um, we do. Um, it, it's, uh, you know, the hope is to obviously get this game in. Uh, as it is, as it stands right now, we're on time, and I think the biggest, you know, thought is making sure you don't lose a starter mm-hmm. and, and Andrew Heaney. So um, they they wouldn't want to lose their guy. So um, so I think that with that, whether we start on time, we should have a good runway for Heaney. Uh, and if it doesn't happen, we'll just have to obviously pivot. You feel like they have the same urgency as you do to not burn a starter? I think so. Um, they got one of their guys, uh, you know, in Cobb going. So I think that's certainly, you know, where they've been the pen the last couple of days. To not burn a starter is, I think, paramount for them. Um, and I don't think they're incentivized to want to come back or us to come back and play on an off day either. I know you, you're balancing health versus playing guys. What's the concern as far as the grass being as wet as it is out there? Um you know, it's players want to play. Players need to play. Um, these are the conditions. Uh, it's the same on both sides. Yeah, we're we're uh, playing for big things, but I just don't think that um, because of the outfield being wet. So somebody's got to go out there and play. All right, there's Dave Roberts down at the dugout with his pregame thoughts. Rain in the area, but this game's scheduled to get in on time. Down at the dugout with Dave Roberts, brought to you by Alignment Health. Get the freedom you deserve with Alignment Health Plan's AVA PPO plan. Visit alignmenthealthplan.com today. When we continue here on Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck, we'll check in with David Vasse. So we lead you up to first pitch, Dodgers and Giants. I'm Tim Cates, this Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for the blue all season long.
Looking to sell your junk car? Jose Mora here. Pick your party. Southern California's leading car buyer paying top dollar for your vehicle today. Call 800-962-CARS and let Pick Your Part hit a home run for you. It's the Dodgers and Giants Sunday Night Baseball from San Francisco. Andrew Heaney, Alex Cobb, the pitching matchup. First pitch coming up at 408. Joining Tim Cates on Dodgers on Deck. I accept everybody for who they are. This is Dodger Insider, David Bassett. All right, Dave. Recently, the Dodgers and Giants had a little bit of a squabble up in San Francisco. Mookie Betts was involved in that. What's the latest? Yeah, if you remember, the last time the Dodgers were in San Francisco, Giants reliever Harlan Garcia had a couple of strikeouts and mocked the Dodgers on-base celebration of the Wolf of Wall Street microphone to the head celebration, and he directed it towards Mookie Betts. And Mookie was puzzled why Garcia would direct it towards him when the Dodgers were last year. And Mookie told me after that Sunday afternoon game that I did not start it, but I will finish it. And last night in the top of the fifth inning, Mookie Betts faced Harlan Garcia, and Mookie had that type of look on his face where he was not going to strike out or make an out. He was going to find a way to do some damage. He singled to the right field gap, and uh, after the inning was over, the third out, Mookie made it a point to run in front of Garcia as he was walking towards the Giants' dugout, and Garcia put out his hand as a peace gesture, as a high five, and Mookie slapped it back. And this afternoon, when we got to the ballpark, I asked Mookie whether or not he was surprised that Garcia put out that gesture. No, I mean, whatever. You know, it is what it is. Like I said, I don't want to start any unnecessary drama, you know, but um, just want to get a hit right there and keep it moving. Were you surprised he stuck out his hand to high-five you on the way back? Yeah. um, Yeah, I was, but, I mean, you know, it is what it is. It's over. You yeah. know, it's it's all kind of, we've all moved past it, so it is, um, we're in a better spot now. Yeah. Feels like it's good closure between competitors when he yeah. stuck out that hand. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, exactly. I think that's exactly what it was. Just good closure, and there was no ill, nothing. You know, we all know we're all competing, and, you know, when we take the jersey off, I have no hatred or anything at all. So um, even with the jersey on, there's no hatred. It's just competing, you know. As we say in the Valley, you squash the beef. Squash the beef, for sure. <laughs> That's right. Mookie Betts and Harlan Garcia squashing the beef last night. And Mookie Betts never, I've never seen him with any hate in his heart. He just had that Mamba mentality in that at-bat against Garcia last night. I love it. Dave is brought to you by Ford now during the Ford Summer Supercharged Sales Event. Rev up your summer with great offers on select Ford vehicles. You'll not only bring the fun this summer, you'll supercharge it. Visit your local Southern California Ford dealer to learn more. Tyler Anderson on paternity leave right now, Dave, but he's coming back soon. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Tyler and his wife have welcomed a brand new baby boy to the world. Healthy and happy are the Andersons. Tyler is scheduled to throw a bullpen session uh, tomorrow at Camelback Ranch, and he will rejoin the Dodgers on Tuesday because they have a doubleheader scheduled against the Arizona Diamondbacks, and they need his arm for that doubleheader because Michael Grove is staying with the Dodgers. He will start one of those two games, and the plan is to have Tyler Anderson start the second game of the doubleheader 
Now, if rain comes into play tonight to interrupt the game between the Dodgers and Giants, those plans might be scrapped. But as of now, the weather is cooperating, and the Dodgers are hopeful they will not have to have an abbreviated start from Andrew Heaney. So Tyler Anderson is scheduled to start one of the two doubleheader games along with Michael Grove on Tuesday at Dodger Stadium against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Dave, Freddie Freeman was made an offer. He refused? Yeah, that's right. He's refused it a couple of times, and Dave Roberts said he is losing the battle with his players trying to get them to take games off. And with the rain today, Dave Roberts uh, actually called Freddie Freeman. Freddie told me he did not get a text from Dave Roberts. He actually got a phone call from Dave Roberts offering him a game off tonight, and he said absolutely not. I am going to play. It's only water. And as the rain was falling at around uh, 1.30 Pacific time here in San Francisco, uh, Freddie went out with Dino Ebel in the rain to do his daily hands activation routine. Clayton Kershaw was out there throwing. Blake Trina was out there throwing. Trace Thompson was doing drills. So the Dodgers did not let the rain in San Francisco derail their preparation. And that's a testament to why they've won 100 games and counting. No doubt. Dave, we'll check back in with you in just a couple of minutes. Great stuff. Dodger fans, I need three contestants because it's time for the Six Flags Wicked Good Play of the Game Contest. 866-987-2570. You predict the player in the inning, the Wicked Good Play will happen. And if you're correct, you're going to win season passes to Six Flags Magic Mount. 866-987-2570. It's the Dodgers and Giants Sunday Night Baseball from San Francisco. I'm Tim Cates. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Giants Sunday night baseball from San Francisco as the Dodgers go for the three-game sweep. Andrew Heaney, Alex Cobb, the pitching matchup. First pitch set for 408. This <laughs> is the Six Flags Wicked Good Play of the Game. All right, our three contestants are ready to go. Mark, let's start it off with you, man. What's your guess? Freeman in the fourth. Freddie Freeman in the fourth inning. All right, good luck to you, Mark. Mike is our second contestant. Mike, welcome. What is your guess? Max Muncy in the seventh. Max Muncy in the seventh inning. All right, good luck to you. And Chris, you are our third contestant. What's your guess? I'm going to say Mookie Betts in the fifth. Mookie Betts in the fifth inning. All right, good luck to all three of our contestants in the Six Flags Wicked Good Play of the Game Contest. Remember, at Six Flags, a world of fear awaits at Fright Fest. Select nights through Halloween with 14 terrifying haunted houses and dare to enter scare zones. Visit SixFlags.com for spooky details on tickets and passes. All right, the push for October baseball is on. The Dodgers Road to Blue October. The Dodgers' best record in baseball, best record in the National League with 100 wins. They're followed by the New York Mets, who have opened up a one-game lead over the Atlanta Braves in the NL East for the number 2 spot. The St. Louis Cardinals have a 7.5-game lead over the Brewers in the NL Central. So the Dodgers, Mets, and Cardinals, your top three teams. As for the three wild-card spots in the National League, the Braves have a firm grasp on the top wild-card spot. The Phillies and Padres are actually tied for the second wild-card spot as we speak. The Brewers, though, don't sleep on them. They're only a game and a half back. 
for a wild card spot in the National League. The Dodgers are driving towards a blue October, just like Californians are driving to beat COVID-19. Let's continue to stay healthy and strong. Get boosted. Visit myturn.ca.gov to find a booster near you. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with Rick Monday. So we're leading you up to first pitch, Dodgers and Giants. First pitch of 408. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Dodgers on Deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. Dodgers and Giants, Andrew Heaney, Alex Cobb, the pitching matchup. First pitch of 408. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Shakey's, home of the original pizza, chicken, and Mojo's. The triple play of flavor on game night. Feed the group for about 10 bucks a person only. At Shanky. Still to come, we'll hear from Buster Olney, baseball insider. We'll get to the keys to the game and dive deeper into this Sunday night pitching matchup. But first... And now, joined by David Massey, here's L.A. Dodgers broadcaster and World Series champion Dodger, Rick Monday. Well, it was a special night for me last night, Rick. I appreciate you being gracious enough to let me sit next to you during the broadcast yesterday. I had nothing to do with it. It came from powers above. <laughs> well, at least you didn't we tried lock, to the... lock the door from the inside, and it just didn't work, David. Well, that's a big victory for me that you didn't do that. <laughs> no, you know, what, you know what's fun is that you and I have been friends for a long time. And, yes, we, we do some radio stuff together. But the fact that we have a friendship, it, it's really kind of fun to sit down and and next year is very similar to what you know Tim and I are going to do the ball game today. If working with Charlie, Charlie and I have been together now for a, a long, long time to where we almost complete sentences for the other guy after a period of time. So uh, you know, one one question I did get some phone calls last night again early this morning. If you have uh, rethought at all my uh, my idea for next year. <laughs> And that is, I, I brought up the fact, and you had, uh, well, you might want to redeem yourself after the sliding event in Milwaukee. So I came up with the ideas at maybe, and, and here at uh, Oracle Park, out beyond the right field fence is uh, an area they called McCovey Cove, part of the San Francisco Bay. And there are some guys that are out there during the games that patrol that area in the bay for splashdowns, is what they call home runs that go into McCovey Coast. So I came up with the ideas that maybe we get David Massey, and I check with the Coast Guard, and they have uh, plenty of uh, life jackets available for you. Is it next year, possibly, we find you a very good kayak to join the kayak group out there and maybe a big fishing net so maybe you can fish a, uh, a home run ball out of the uh, McCovey Cove. Rick, I will not be your puppet next year okay. in McCovey's Cove. I okay. will not do that. Well, I wasn't thinking in the, in the terms of a uh, puppet. <laughs> it feels like you're trying to pull the strings on me, Rick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, not strings. There's chain and there's an anchor tied to it, actually. <laughs> Rick, uh, Dave Roberts was singing the praises of his team against Logan Webb a couple of nights ago, speaking of home runs, how they were not trying to slug. And the other part, too, is that we've been talking uh, for how many weeks now about this the uh, Dodger Ball Club? And last night they accomplished something that had never been done in a the short period of time, that being 144 games, win 100 of those games. So uh, the four games better um, in the numbers that it took to reach 100 than what the 1953 Brooklyn Dodgers were able to do. That's a big deal. And this ball club just uh, does not like to lose at all. Talking to Dave Roberts uh, the final day that we were in Arizona, that was kind of the topic of conversation we had for a period of time. This club just hates to lose a game, even though they have quite a few victories under the belt. 
Today's Dodger game plan is sponsored by California Community Colleges. Create your game plan for life with a college education. Enroll today at ICanGoToCollege.com. Rick, uh, the wet weather here in San Francisco reminds me of a Dodger anniversary from yesterday because it was the anniversary of Hideo Nomo throwing the only no-hitter at Coors Field, and you were there for a two-hour rain delay before that game. And it was a rain delay, and everyone was a little surprised, first of all, that Hideo Nomo answered the bell after the long rain delay, and then you factor in the the event that I think if you're going to list ballparks, you say, well, what's the likelihood of a no-hitter? Coors Field, because of the altitude, would be way down near the bottom of the list, and the fact that he stayed in there and, and really gutted it out after that rain delay and then throws the no-hitter on top of it, it was really kind of uh, something special. You know, you were talking about home runs a little bit earlier. Today is the anniversary of a game that we talk about four home runs that were hit in succession. Oh, boy. On this date, 2006, the Dodgers, who at the time, David, were last in the National League in home runs, hit four consecutive home runs in the ninth inning to tie. Jeff Kent, J.D. Drew, Russell Martin, and Marla Anderson – I'll go deep in the ninth to tie the Padres 9-9. to And then the improbable feat accomplished only by the uh, 1964 Twins. The Indians did it in 63. The Braves 61. And then Nomar's walk-off two-run home run in the 10th. An unbelievable come-from-behind victory on this date, 2006. The 4-plus-1 game in a pennant race against the Padres. That was one of those magical nights you go, is it possible there'd be another home run? Because you got the first one, oh, that's nice. The second one, oh, that's really nice. The third one, oh, this is interesting. And then you go, is it possible to get the fourth? Yes, was the answer. And then with Nomar, the very next inning, the walk-off. That was, that was one of those electrical moments at Dodger Stadium. No doubt. We'll go down in Dodger Stadium history forever. Rick, thanks a lot for the time. We'll check in with you and Tim Neverd a little bit later in the show. By the way, again, I enjoyed last night. We did the broadcast. Thanks, Rick. That means a lot. Thanks for your kindness and inclusiveness last night. And uh, I won't expect it anymore. Good. i get out of here. (laughs) We'll send it back to you in the studio. (laughs) All right. Thank you, guys. Still to come here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll get you a preview of tonight's pitching matchup. Rick and Tim will have the keys to the game. But up next, we go high and tight with Buster Olney, baseball insider. Dodgers and Giants Sunday night baseball from San Francisco. I'm Tim Cates, Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on your home for L.A. Dodgers baseball. Dodgers and Giants Sunday night baseball from San Francisco. Andrew Heaney, Alex Cobb, the pitching matchup after today. The Dodgers will head home to start a homestand after wrapping up a three-city road trip. First pitch coming up at 4.08. Still to come, Rick and Tim will get you the keys to the game, and we'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup. But first... David Vassay. And now, what will likely be Vassay fielding insults from a Dodger player. It's an engagement of endearment. This is High and Tight. It's Sunday Night Baseball, and that means Buster only is with the Dodgers. Buster, thanks a lot for the time. Always appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. I'm glad uh, we've now uttered two sentences from you, and you haven't ripped me yet for being from Vermont. (laughs) I tried to find some facts to impress you about Vermont, but I figured I would fall short. Yeah, that's, I mean, given the fact that you've said Vermont is the worst state ever and nothing good ever came out of Vermont, I could mention Carlton Fisk, I could mention the Green Mountain Boys, I could mention maple syrup, but you're not impressed. Buster, I stepped foot in Vermont for a family wedding. I'm not sure I'll ever go back. 
Uh, and you know what? We we've actually sh- we've closed down like all the the passageways for you to come into the state. We have troopers out there ready to stop you at the border. They got your picture up. They're not going to let you in. Well, that's why we have to meet in California. Yeah. And here in San Francisco, the Dodgers won their 100th game quicker than any other team in franchise history. From your standpoint, from the outside looking in. How good is this Dodger team? Well, it has a chance to be in the conversations as the greatest team ever. You know, I covered the 98 Yankees uh, for the New York Times, and that was a team that won 114 games the regular season. They wound up winning 125. They blew out the Padres in the World Series. But it's very interesting today hearing from Dave Roberts saying, basically, you know what, if we don't win the World Series, it really doesn't matter. And he's right. That Yankee team at that time played under that standard, which is not easy. Mm -hmm. That nothing you do matters unless you win the World Series. That's the standard the Dodgers have built for themselves because they've been so dominant in the regular seasons that now, unless they can punch through and win the World Series, all this regular season success is kind of meaningless. I think the 2001 Seattle Mariners would testify to that. 116 wins in the regular season, they get knocked out in the playoffs, and nobody remembers them. How much is the past somewhat of a burden for the Dodgers? They won it in 2020, but they've come up short in previous years. So I I felt like that the teams that I cover with the Yankees year by year by year, it got to be a burden for those teams. Pushing the rock back up the hill in 99 was tougher than 98 when the team was highly motivated. In 2000, it was a little tougher than 99. In 2001, it was tougher than 2000. What I've noticed about the Dodgers is I don't feel like they they have that burden that I see on their shoulders in the same way. And I think part of that is is because they brought in new guys. You know, to bring in a Freddie Freeman, uh, a new challenge for him. Trey Turner, you know, last year. I think it's important that you have fresh blood. And and so those guys can can build up the energy to help push guys along. I asked Dave Roberts today uh, about, hey, who are the guys – in a moment, who are going to push your team on a daily basis, and he goes, Justin Turner, Freddie Freeman. Yeah, no doubt. Freddie Freeman and Justin Turner had the biggest voices in a season-changing hitters meeting. That's the type of impact they've had. Yeah, and I, I did a story uh, the other uh, came out uh, over the weekend uh, on ESPN.com about the Dodgers' one, two, three hitters in the lineup, yeah. and how did that come about? And it was very interesting that it was you know, Dave Roberts meeting with those three guys, asking them their thoughts on how they should arrange it, where should Turner hit, where should Freeman hit, uh, you know, where Mookie should hit. And one of the more interesting tidbits that came out of that that I got from Freddie and from Trey Turner was how much they've encouraged Mookie, look, swing at strikes. Yeah. If the ball's in the zone, then attack. You know, Trey said that that's something he will do. Freddie said that's something he will do. And if you look at the percentage of swings that Mookie has had this year on balls in the zone, it's jumped dramatically. So I think it's had an impact on him and maybe helped him get a career high in homers. Buster, you covered Mookie when he was in Boston, won the MVP. Have you ever seen a player as talented as he is, a superstar as good as he is, but yet be as humble as he is? No, almost to a fault. You know, I, I, and I heard this from Red Sox folks. They talked about how hard Mookie is on himself. You know, I, I remember an all-star break once when uh, he didn't make the all-star team, and I asked uh, different guys, hey, what did he do during the all-star break? And they said he went back to Nashville and he was hitting. Wow. Um, and from what I understand, uh, my colleague Jessica Mendoza uh, was telling me about this. She, of course, does Dodger games too. Um, she told me that Freddie has had a great impact on Mookie and that he's helped Mookie understand look you don't have to drive yourself crazy 
uh, you can trust the process. You're talented enough. Just come in, get your work done. You'll be a great player, and that's how it's played out this year. But, uh, you know, in working that story on those one, two, and three hitters, what's pretty clear is Mookie, Freddie Freeman, a few more years, both those guys are going to have qualified, in my mind, for the Hall of Fame. That's how good Mookie's been to this point. No doubt. The big three, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, and Trey Turner. There is no big three with ESPN Sunday Night Baseball. It's just Buster only from Vermont. <laughs> well, thank you. A Vermont product, you need to say that. Am I the only thing good to come out of Vermont? That's I, what you've, you told me that once. Yeah, and I will stand by that. Buster only is Vermont's treasure. Thanks a lot for the time. Thank you. There he is, the best in the business, Tim. He is one of the leading voices around Major League Baseball. Buster only. We'll send it back to you. All right, thanks a lot, David. Thanks a lot. Buster Dodgers Baseball is brought to you by Metro, celebrating the real MVPs of Los Angeles, our bus operators. Remember to thank your driver. Leading you up to first pitch, Dodgers and Giants Sunday Night Baseball from San Francisco. The skies are opening up. Looks like we'll have game on time at Oracle Park. Up next, though, we'll break down this pitching matchup. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for the blue all season long. It's the Dodgers and Giants Sunday night baseball from San Francisco. Dodgers going for the sweep. Dodgers going for a win number 101 on this season. First pitch coming up at 408. And now, before the Dodgers hit the diamond, we look at the pitching matchup. Presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers. New vehicles like sleek new Camrys are arriving daily at your Toyota dealer. To see all offers or find a dealer near you, visit toyota.com and make it easy. Andrew Heaney on the mound, 3-2 and two at the 284 ERA. The 31-year-old left-hander in his first season with the Dodgers. He's had a couple of stints on the injured list. He has battled through those, making his 13th start this year. Last time out, pretty good. Five innings, two runs, three hits, six strikeouts. That was in a win in San Diego over the Padres earlier on this road trip. It's his sixth career start against the San Francisco Giants. And for Andrew Heaney, is 1-3 with a 6.92 ERA and 38 strikeouts. He'll be facing veteran Alex Cobb, the 34-year-old right-hander who's in his 12th season now in the big leagues. Cobb is 6-6 six six with a 3.48 ERA, making his 25th start this season. He's looking to win his fourth straight decision in back-to-back starts for the first time since May. In his last four starts during this stretch, Alex Cobb pretty good. A 116 ERA with 25 strikeouts. Last time out, Alex Cobb seven shutout innings. Scattered just six, six hits while striking out seven and not walking a batter. He is facing the Dodgers again today. Last time he faced him, September 7th at Dodger Stadium. Four and a third innings, three runs, seven hits, and a no decision. So it's Andrew Heaney looking to get his fourth win of the season. Alex Cobb looking to win his fifth straight decision. Dodgers and Giants Sunday night baseball from San Francisco. We're 15 minutes away from first pitch. Keys to the game are next. I'm Tim Cates, this Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Giants Sunday Night Baseball from San Francisco. Dodger fans, when you need the very best care for your child, go to Children's Hospital Los Angeles, ranked number one in California for pediatric care for the right doctor. And to find out one is best for you, check out chla.org. All right, let's head back out to the booth before first pitch. Final check-in with Rick and Tim, guys. 
Tim, thanks again. The key to this one, certainly the weather, and hopefully it holds off, and the Dodgers and Giants have a window to complete this three-game series on time tonight. Andrew Heaney, 3-2. and two. You know, the key for him really is the strikeout. His slider is just a wipeout slider, but 84 strikeouts in 57 innings pitched. You know, if he was one of the qualifiers in the National League, he would be first in uh, terms of uh, strikeout percentage uh, in terms of innings pitch. Yeah, he's really helped himself out also. The last two starts, he has a 40% swing and miss at pitches that he has made. And the times that he gets into trouble, just a 135 batting average against him with runners in scoring position. On the flip side of the coin, Alex Cobb, you look at the last three starts that he's made all in the month of September, he's 2-0 and with an ERA of under 1.5. So get ready, that splitter is really a very highly used pitch. In fact, he uses that seven pitches more this year than he has the fastball. Also mixes in the curveball. Not had a whole lot of luck. Three starts against the Dodgers. 0-1-1 with an ERA above 5.5. The Dodgers have beaten the Giants 14 times this year. That matches the most number of wins in a single season that they have had since 1958 against San Francisco. Three other times they've done it, and they have never beaten them 15 times in a single season with a win today. They would accomplish that as they look for a three-game sweep heading home to open a five-game series in four days with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Dodgers and Giants from San Francisco right now expecting an on-time start. Weather starting to look up, at least for now. Tim? All right, first pitch when we come back. Sunday night baseball from San Francisco. Dodgers and Giants. I'll be back after the game with all the post-game festivities. Rick and Tim with the call next. I'm Tim Cates. This has been Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck on the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. Enjoy the game, everybody.